We have been working on a document for a while and it's our top 50 books of all time and it's ready. That's it. You can grab our top 50 books where we've ranked our favorite and most impactful books that we've read so far. And, you know, a bit of a spiel on each one and you can grab a copy for yourself whilst you're in there and it's a phenomenal document, I reckon. Most of the books we haven't uh, reviewed yet, so I reckon your reading list will be popped up by a few after reading that one. Exactly, man. We won't give away uh, too many spoilers, but there's some absolute juggernauts in that top 50, as you would expect. Yeah. Head to to whatyouwillearn.com slash top 50. And you can download that uh, that report of the top 50 books of all time, 2018 free. version. All for free. Welcome back to What You'll Learn. My name is Adam Ashton. And my name is Adam Jones. Today we're doing a pretty bloody good book by Tom Peters called In Search of Excellence, Lessons from America's Best Run Companies. Mate, so this was in the early 80s, and this is pretty much highly regarded as one of the very first like popular management books in the sense that in the past, all these business and management books were stuck for the academics in these fancy journals, but not for the everyday man. But this was the first one that sort of started to cross the chasm, I guess, to the yep. masses. So a lot of those big business books that we read today, they say they stand on the shoulders of books like this one by Tom Peters. So you can see like little remnants of all the other books we talked about, um, you know, at its core, probably comes from from this kind of research from 30 years ago. And it's all about how businesses, you know, they talk about strategy, they talk about structure, they talk about policies and all this crap. And if they want to grow or change, they want to change those things. But basically, uh, Tom Peters and, and Rob Waterman, who wrote this book, say it all has to come down to people and that the intention to employees, not work, uh, is what has the absolute dominant impact on productivity. Yeah, absolutely, mate. So one of the things the, the company can offer, so the, what Ernst Becker, the psychologist, said about man in, in dualism, he said, society is a vehicle to earthly heroism and man transcends death by finding meaning in his life. It is the burning desire to the creature to count. But what man really fears is not so much extinction, but extinction with insignificance. So in other words, men will shackle themselves for nine to five, so at a job for a corporation, if only the cause is perceived to be something great. So the company can provide this kind of importance for a man's life. So this is what the, the In Search of Excellence is all about. Mate, that's some bloody deep shit. It is deep shit. Mate, I missed that yeah. <laughs> entirely. That sounded, that sounded <laughs> phenomenal. Mate, you seem like um, you're loving <laughs> that, was, that. That, was, that sounded awesome. Yeah, good shit. Uh, <laughs> mate, so they say that you know almost everyone agrees that uh, in quotes, people are our most important assets. So you hear people saying that all the time, but very, very, very few big companies actually live it. So what they did for this book was they had this uh, some study. There was like 75 companies. They cut a few that were European. They focused on the American ones. There were 62 companies that they then filtered through the financial stuff. And, for that, yeah. and then so there was they ended up with these 43 companies, 21 of those that they went and interviewed them and 22 they based on all this other data and stuff. And they, essentially they found that these are the best big companies uh, what are they doing right that all the other less successful companies are doing? What makes these companies excellent? And they found these eight principles, which we'll get into. Mate, sounds a lot like Jim Collins kind of study. Um, yeah, it does. I agree. We'll say it's a yeah. better version. <laughs> yeah. This is better. So, yeah, uh, they're trying to distinguish the cultural attributes to distinguish them from the rest. So, part two of the book is Toward New Theory, and it's and it's all about the here the, the rational model. Yeah, so they say this current rational model 
you know, they talk about strategy and, and Peters and Waterman say, you know, strategy used to be just having this really awesome idea for a new product and that was the strategy. But now it's like the analytics and the data and the quantitative stuff and market share numbers and learning curve theory and mm. matrices of putting your competitors in 24 box yeah, matrices. Yeah, so it's all this analysis by paralysis kind of stuff and it all comes from the business schools. But the business schools aren't running the country, says managers are. So they can have all these complicated spreadsheets, but at the end of the day, this analytical approach isn't really, you know, realistic. That that's what our, our big man Peters is saying. Exactly, he calls it the analytic ivory towers, and that the absence of people focus. So the reason people aren't focusing on people is because they're focusing on something else. And he says that's normally just the over reliance on this financial sleight of hand and working the numbers and doing all this dodgy shit behind the scenes to make the company look better than it is rather than actually focusing on people. Yep. So, Peters is calling for an absolute paradigm shift and this was 30 years ago. Yeah. I reckon we're about, <laughs> what, a third, of a, a third of the way there now. Yeah, so maybe less. Still, <laughs> depends what corporation yeah. you know, yeah. the corporation is probably still this old paradigm shift that needs to come. Yeah. But he talks about the, the structure of scientific revolutions and he says the, the way a scientific revolution occurs. At first, normal science proceeds nicely under um, a set of shared beliefs. And experiments are carried out within the boundaries of these beliefs and small steps toward progress are made. However, after a big paradigm shift occurs, progress is really fast and fraught mm. with tension. People get angry and new discoveries pour in to support the new belief system. And then, boom, a big scientific revolution occurs. So this is what he's calling for. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we, we need. And when they wrote this 30, 35 years ago, we needed it. And I'd say we probably still need it. Yeah. Like some, he talks about some of the current shared beliefs. So like, you know, bigger is always better or low cost producers are the only way to... So you've got to focus on cost as the yeah. only way to win. You know, a manager is... The sole purpose is uh, decision-making and you've got to get rid of these disruptive disturbers of the peace, get rid of these fanatical people that are you know, too over the top trying to push new things. Keep the guys in boxes. Exactly, but he's saying there's a, a hell of a lot of uh, shortcomings yep. of that current thinking. A few others, it's all over if we stop growing. We, when we run out of opportunity industry, buy into other industries we don't understand and at least we mm. can continue growing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. all, all these kind of stuff, you know, just growth by acquisition and, and all these kind of old kind of thoughts, which in, in reality don't really work. And that's what uh, this book is is all about. It's about the new paradigm he's calling for. Exactly, man. So this is this is a lot of the issues. And then we're, we're almost at the, the eight things that the excellent companies do. But before that is uh, chapter three, which is man waiting for motivation, which uh, is very familiar to Dan Pink's book, Drive, yeah. uh, 30 <laughs> years after this one. Mate, Pink, <laughs> like we interviewed him. He's a great dude. But mate, he... he he full ripped the book from his chapter. Didn't he? Was inspired by, yeah. No, ripped. <laughs> full ripped. So the first one, he, he goes, um, simplicity and complexity. So in this, this little part of this chapter, he talks about how intrinsic motivation works much, much better than extrinsic. Yeah. The other thing he says, action, meaning, and self-control. And he talks about Nietzsche believe that he who has the why can bear almost any how. Mm. And man is a stubborn seeker of meaning. So if you're looking at Pink's book again. He, he ripped purpose here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then excellent companies appear to be taking advantage of the ones who need to control his destiny. So everyone in the company needs to feel they've got control and, and, and this comes down to mastery. Nice. I love that. <laughs> so people are simultaneously seeking security and self-determination. So this is kind of irrational. So on one, on one hand, mm. we want to be the same and fit in, but on the other time, on the, on the other hand, we want to um, kind of be an ind individual at the same time. 
Definitely, man. He talks a lot about these uh, paradoxes and seemingly trade-offs that, you know, you can't have both, but really you have to have both. Um, yeah. There's a lot of those throughout the book. Man, you really get stuck into the eight principles for yep. excellence. Yep. So, we've, yeah, we've covered, I guess, the the what it, the old paradigm is, and now this is the new shit that's going to, that all the, the good companies are doing or excellent companies are doing that... Um, other companies need it to buy into also. Exactly. So number one is a bias for action. Mm. And it makes a lot of sense that, you know, there's a lot, often a lot of talk, but really what separates the excellent companies from everyone else is just action. Yeah, exactly. And here's another little quote that was ripped from another book. We should probably not mention whether it was ripped, <laughs> but James Altucher had this as one of his chapter titles, I think. And it's the quote, ready, fire, aim. And that was by an executive at Cadbury's. So, you know, not this analysis by paralysis, 